Hi, this is Pastor Daniel Bracken. You're listening to Kings Alaska podcast. I hope the word encourages you and you get a touch from God that brings transformation and equips you to experience life with people, power, and purpose. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy the word. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say something. In the next few moments, I believe is the most important message I'm going to speak. All week, this church needs a miracle. It needs an economic miracle. It needs a numerical miracle. You need a miracle. How many need a miracle? How many need a miracle? And the the thing about a miracle, a miracle is different than a healing. A miracle is something when God breaks in and just does something instantaneously. How many want God to break in and do something instantaneously for you? And I want to say this because we're going to turn to the text in a moment. But Jesus said more about money than he did prayer. Not that we isn't important to pray, but obviously he puts a very, very high value on economics. Why is that? Because what we do with our money, how we handle our money is going to affect our entire life. And I can tell you this, um, when um, Melian and I started the church last year in Tucson, you got to understand, we had no plan. We had no building. We had nothing except we had a word from God. And when you have a word from God, I mean, we, we, didn't, we didn't have resources. We ended up using our own resources. And I did not realize how much starting a church costs financially. And every single day, Melian and I pray for Alaska, for this building that you're about ready to get into. How many are excited about getting into your new building? Because obviously, even the people around here, I can't give, and give you an altar call today because there's too many people. And you need to be in that building. You need to be in that building. I want you to turn to Luke chapter 5, if you would please. Luke chapter 5. We're going to begin in verse 1. I'm going to break it down in a few moments. But while I was on the plane yesterday flying over here from Tucson... The Lord began to speak to me out of this particular text differently than I've ever preached it or heard it before. But listen to what it says. I'm going to read from the NIV today. It says, one day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Jezreel, the, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. Ever say listening to the word of God. Can I tell you why we need to get into that building? Because there's a whole bunch of people seeking the word of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? People are crowding in. We have a crowd right now, right? But there's going to be a bigger crowd. Actually, when I was in prayer, what God wanted to do for Casey, Alaska, is there's a number that he gave me, 10,000 people crowding in to hear the word of God. How many believe that God can do that? How many believe that God can do that? 10,000 people crowding into the word. They were, they, were, they were seeking a word from God. But I'd like to suggest to you, because I never saw that. Because it's very, very interesting that here were these people that were extremely hungry to hear from God. 
But yet the fishermen weren't crowding in. They were repairing their net. And it's interesting to me, ladies and gentlemen, that God doesn't call the people that are crowding in, that God called the one that was preparing his net. It's interesting that God didn't step into the boat of those crowding in to hear him. He stepped into the boat who's someone who seemed like they were totally ignoring him. Aren't you thankful that when you ignored God? Aren't you thankful when you ignored God, he stepped into your life? Aren't you thankful this morning that when you had no interest in God, God decided that I need you? I'm going to title that this message today, I Need Your Boat. Everybody say, I need your boat. You, you, usually, ladies and gentlemen, we come to God with needs and requests, and we want breakthrough, and we want miracles. But in this particular text, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus needed Peter's boat. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I want your boat because your boat represents something. It represents your livelihood. It represents your past. It represents your occupation. It represents your entire life. I need your boat. Turn to your neighbor and say, I need your boat. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you right now, God needs your boat. God needs your boat. God needs that building. Come on. God needs that boat. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I need your boat. And I have to make a decision. I have to make a decision. Am I going to stop what I'm doing and allow the presence of God to step into my boat? Because Peter doesn't, I mean, Jesus doesn't have to step into a boat. He, 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 he can step in any boat he wants to. Because listen, verse 2, he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got in to one of the boats. I don't know about you this morning, but I want God to step into my boat. Because I, sometimes I don't need, I, sometimes like, I'm like Peter, I don't know how much I really need him. Come on, are you hearing me? Sometimes I don't know much how dry I am, uh, how, 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 how in need of a miracle I am, how stuck in my tradition and stuck in my past that I'm in. And I want God to step in uh, to my boat. And what I love about this church and what I love about what Pastor Daniel, Pastor Karen, and Kirsten, and, and the leadership have done is you've allowed the Spirit of God to move, still while having the right systems in order for it to have growth. That's a miracle all, all that I see that doesn't happen in the body of Christ. But I will tell you this, Jesus stepped into that boat, and this is what he says. He says, he got into one of, the one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put a little out from shore. In other words, make my life a platform, a pulpit, so that your word can be spoken. Make my life the platform in the pulpit where your word can be spoken. Oh, Jesus. Why can't that boat up, up there on that hill 
be a platform? Come on. Why can't it be a platform? Why can't it become a pulpit? Come on. I know it says kings, but why can't it be a pulpit that Jesus speaks his word to, to use so, the, so that those hear the word of God? I don't step in to make a name for yourself. I don't step in just, just because just because I like, your, like you. I step in because I want to use your life as a platform where I can speak my word from. He asked him to put it a little out from shore. I was wondering, and here how, here's what God does. See, because this is actually the call of Peter. And what God does sometimes is God calls us when we're shallow. Because they're still shallow. Shallow in our prayer. Shallow in our giving. Shallow in our loyalty. Shallow in our commitments. Shallow in our giving. Come on. He calls us there, but he doesn't cause us to stay there. Are you hearing me? Because I'm going to tell you, I don't want to be where I was last year. What I gave this year, I want to give more next year. Come on. Are you hearing me? I have a goal. I have a goal. By God's grace, I'm going to do it. I just got to add another zero. One more zero. And, and I'll give $1 million to the work of the Lord. Come on. Are you hearing me? Just one more zero, God. Now, ladies and gentlemen, why? Because I don't want to stay in a shallow place all my life. But you got to understand, Peter was not interested so much he was fishing he was fixing that that was his whole life Jesus steps in the boat and so now what happens Peter has to hear what Jesus is preaching he has to hear it he has to listen to it because he's right there he's right there next to Jesus as Jesus all of a sudden he's enamored and at that moment when Jesus is is preaching he concludes his sermon and says the famous line. He, he, he said, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water or launch out into the deep. Everybody say launch out in the deep. When your pastor left Kauai and moved here, I already knew he launched out into the deep. Then, uh, then and now you're building a 20-something million, 27, however. I keep it. He always calls me and asks me, John, pray for another 2 million. So I don't know how much it's added up to now. And, and, and so, but I know that this house has now launched out into the deep. Do you know why I have to launch out in the deep? Because, ladies and gentlemen, where I'm at... I can't get safe. I can't get comfortable. I can't stay the same way. I can't stay in this building all the time. Come on. I have to launch out. Now, lady, what, what is amazing to me is here is this Jewish rabbi because, because Peter at this moment doesn't know he's the son of God, doesn't know that he's Lord of Lords and King of Kings. All he knows, he's a Jewish rabbi, and here's a Jewish rabbi is going to tell a professional fisherman that launch out for a catch. That, that looks ridiculous. Can I tell you something? When God calls you many times, he asks you to do something that's absolutely ridiculous. 
We got to ridiculously give. We got to ridiculously worship. We got to ridiculously pray. We got to ridiculously go after God. We got to get ridiculous on the inside. And, he, and Peter, Peter's probably thinking this is preposterous because at the same time, we fish at night. We fish, we, we don't fish during the day. We fish at night. We fish in shallow waters so that the, because that's where the fish come and feed. And now God is saying, and now this rabbi whom I'm just met, who I just stepped into my boat is telling me to go out there and catch fish. Can I tell you something, ladies and gentlemen? Sometimes God will ask you things that don't make sense. He'll ask you things that literally doesn't make sense to your experience, your tradition, and your present. This doesn't make sense. How are you going to pay off a $27 million building? I can tell you right now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to launch out in the deep. We're going to launch out in the deep in our giving. We're going to launch out in deep in our commitments. We're going to launch out in the deep. I can tell you this about launching out in the deep. This is not something that I just made up. Melian and I, from January 1st, 2022 to December 31st, 2022, will preach 307 times, not including the church in Tucson. And then, and then guess what? We sent Pastor Barry because we planted another church in Illinois. Why would you do that? Because I, I know something because I don't want to stay in the same place. I want to stretch myself because I only have one moment on this planet. I only have one moment to make a difference on this planet. Are you hearing me? Because God didn't have, have to enter my boat, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, for, for my wife and I, to advertise four books is an absolute miracle from God because I will tell you this right now. I did not graduate from high school. I don't have an education. I didn't go to KCM or, or Bible college. But here's what happened. Jesus stepped into my boat. And when Jesus steps into your boat, ladies and gentlemen, you are never the same again. Come on. You're the way you think, the way you dream, the what you believe never is the same again. I don't know about you, but I want God in my... Now, if God's in my boat and he tells me, launch out, son, for a catch, he's not lying. He's not teasing. This is not fun and game. This is not a game. It's not a test. I've got to respond. I've got to respond. So what does he do? In some, in some ways, Peter says, okay, let's just check this out. But here's the thing. You've got to understand. Peter's been up all night, Meliana. Isn't it interesting that God calls us when we're exhausted? <laughs> he don't call us when he don't call us when we're when we got full of energy. Come on, we've been up all night. Come on, we've been painting the walls on our day off. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Sometimes he calls me to give, or many times he calls me to give when I've already given. Lord, I already paid my tithe. We we've already taken three offerings here. And now you're taking another one? 
calls me when I'm exhausted. He doesn't call me when I'm, when I'm full of vitality. I've been up all night. Jesus, we've been up all night and haven't caught nothing. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? That's why I'm in your boat. That's why I'm in your boat. Because it, it's not about the money. It's not, it, 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 it's not about just the fact that I want to bless you. It's something much, much more. It's something that I want to give you more than money. I want to give you people. Yeah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I want to give you souls. I want to give you men and women. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And, th- and this is a point of obedience, ladies and gentlemen. This is the point where Peter has to make a decision. And he says, Simon answered, Master, which is actually teacher, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you said so, I will let down the nets. Not because I think so. Not because experience tells me, but because you said it. And I've been sitting in this boat listening to you preach this sermon. So maybe what you have to say is true. To be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think Peter said that in faith. Uh, Honestly, I think Peter said that, well, we'll see. We'll see if this really works out. Come on. Because I know, we'll see if what the prophets prophesied come to pass. Because you said so. Now listen. When he did that, Listen to what it says. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. When I read that, this is exactly what the Lord spoke to me to tell Casey Alaska. I want to bless this house so much that you're sinking. You're sinking with God's blessing. You're sinking with God's prosperity. You're sinking with God's spirit. You're sinking with healing. You're sinking in with the miraculous because you said one yes to me and now you're so blessed that you're sinking. How many want to be so blessed that you're sinking? I'm just sinking with blessing. So when I'm sinking with blessing, what do I got to do, ladies and gentlemen? I'll tell you what I got to do when I'm sinking with blessing. I can't hold it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Otherwise, I will sink and I will drown. Come on. The prosperity will kill me. So that tells me something because that's exactly what Peter did. Peter sinking with blessing because God was in the boat. Oh, come on. Who is this rabbi that knows where the fish are? Who is this rabbi that seems to have access to so much prosperity, so much life? And now I'm sinking with the blessing of God. Sinking with the blessing. What does he do? He calls his partners. He calls his partners that didn't have Jesus in the boat. He calls his partners that didn't launch out. He calls his partners that were still anchored to the shore, still in a shallow place. Could it be that God is blessing KC Alaska because there's some partners 
that God wants to bless your house, bless your boat, bless your life so much that now you can look across the shore. Hey, come and help me. Come and help me. Because I can't haul in all this catch. I can't, I can't haul in all this catch by myself. I, I, need, I need to fill your boat too. I need to fill your life too. I need to call you too. I need to show you what happens when you say yes to God. Can I say something to you real personal? I wanted to give the church to Pastor Barry. He's my partner. But what about all the, all the money you put out? No, it doesn't matter. What matters is I'm gonna fill people's boat. Because if I fill their boat, because who cares, I got God in my boat. What more do I need? What more do I need? He can do this every day, come on. Somehow this man has access to prosperity that I never knew about. Because we have, because I've been dreaming about this catch. He steps in my boat, this preacher steps into my boat, this prophet steps into my boat, and all of a sudden my boat is full. So they signal to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Can you imagine, can you imagine if every person in this room is so blessed that you're sinking? That all you can do is live a lifestyle of generosity. Do you guys have the ability to do, do me a favor? Can you put Psalm 122 verse 9 NIV up there? Can you put that up there, guys? in the back, because I want you to see this. I want you to see this verse. This verse changed my life, because I, I, I can tell you this. This is what it says. For the sake of the house of the Lord, our God, I will seek your prosperity. For the sake of the house, I will launch out. For the sake of the house, I will give. For the sake of the house, I will pray. For the sake of the, I will seek your prosperity. Which means prosper me, God. Not just for me. Prosper me for my partners. Partner, prosper me for my neighbor. Pro prosper for the person behind me, the person in front of me, the person on my left, and the person on my right. Prosper me for the sake of your house. They began to sink. What now? What now? Listen to what it says. Simon Peter saw this, verse eight. Fell at Jesus' knees. Earlier, he, he wasn't even interested in God. Now he falls at his knees. What kind of prosperity 
I want the prosperity that, that brings people to the knees of Jesus. Oh, falls to his knees, Meliana, and said, go away from me, Lord. I'm a sinful man. Basically what he was doing, he shocked at the catch. Who? Because notice, first he said, teacher. Then once he saw the catch, he said, Lord. Is he your Lord? Your Lord will bring you to your knees. Your Lord will bring you to your knees. Come on. Why? He brings them to the knees because, because Lord, why did you fill my boat? Filled your boat, son. Because I wanted to give you a prophecy. Because I can fill your boat every day. Right now, God can do, he can, he can do such an economic miracle right now. Listen to this. For he and all his companions were astonished at the cash of the fish they had taken. So were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will pull, you, you will fish for people. Think about this. How many know that those fish die when you pull them out of the water? Peter, you see that catch? That's the kind of people you're going to catch, except they're not going to die. You're going to pull them out of the water. You're going to pull them out of sin. You're going to pull them out of disease. You're going to pull them out of sickness. You're going to pull them out of demonic attack. You're going to pull them out of divorce. You're going to pull them out of trauma. You're going to pull them out of depression. You're going to pull them off of medication. You're going to pull them out of cancer. You're going to pull them out of, out of the wheelchair. You're going to pull, oh, come on, church. You're going to pull them out. I'm going to cause you to fish people. Now, now, ladies and gentlemen, right now, right now, when you see God do that, when you see God do that, because the interesting thing, ladies and gentlemen, is, is at that moment when Jesus said that, they, guess what? So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything and followed him. Oh, come on. I mean, they got the biggest catch. They drink as fishermen, as fishermen catching fish in order to sell. They had the dream catch. They had the greatest catch they ever had. But now they don't want it. Now they don't want it. Now they don't want the blessing because now they want the blessor. Now they just want to follow him. Now they just want to follow him. I want to follow you everywhere, wherever you go. Because the blessing comes through obedience to you. It comes from saying yes to you. Because if you can do that, you can do so much more. The fact that you, by your grace, God, would step into my life and turn me around so I could follow you. How much more should I want to give to you? Because here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. For the sake of the house of the Lord, I will seek your prosperity. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine if just one person was a billionaire in this church? You know what happened the other day? I went to this city. How many know Bishop Robert Hooks? I go to this church every year, so I went in Visalia. I went to Visalia to preach for Bishop and do a conference there. And what happened was someone came up to me and said, there's a rumor going around the community. Don't give to John and Meliana. Don't give to their ministry. And I said, why? And they said, well, we typed in, they typed in your net worth on the internet. And your net worth is 19 million, Pastor Vince. Can I tell you something right now? If I was not worth 19 million, I would not be driving the church van to church this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you that. Come on. $19 million. That was my net worth. I looked it up and sure enough, had a picture of me at Casey Oahu speaking. John Harkey, net worth $19 million. So, you know what? We didn't get upset. We said they're prophesying. <laughs> they're prophesying. They're prophesying. Because God's in my boat. Come on. God's in my boat. So then, Meliana, a couple weeks ago, I checked it. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it went down to 1.2. So I went to Meliana, I said, honey, what'd you do with the $18 million? <laughs> you can't believe everything somebody says. But I will tell you this. Here's what we're gonna do this morning. We're gonna not, we're not sowing into John Harkey. What we're going to do is we're going to, we need a miracle for that building. We need a miracle for that building. And I don't know about you, but I want to be so blessed that I'm sinking. Because I, these are my partners. We're partners in this. We're partners in this. So here's what I want you to do. If you're writing out a check, make it out to Casey. Uh, you can put, the, you can put the, um, the giving up on the thing. This is for a special building fund uh, uh, to boost the building because we need to get into the building because you can't stay here all your life. You've got to come out of Egypt and get to the promised land. And I understand that there are, there are forces at work demonic forces that want to keep us tied down. Now think about this, tied in the shallow. Now here's what I want you to do. If, you, if, if you've been giving shallow, your, your shallow offerings, change it today. 
Change it today and give largely. And here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask the ushers if they would bring the baskets and put them up here on the platform. And I'm going to ask them to do something for me. And what we're going to do is in a moment, we're going to pray. And then I'm going to have you come up. And if you brought your phone, I want you to tap your phone. If, you, if you're making out a check, make it out of KC, Alaska. And there's all the ways to give behind me. So thank, thankful for that we still get tax credit. But if even if we didn't get tax credit, I'm still going to give. Because I'm not giving for tax credit. I'm giving it for God. Come on. Otherwise, I'm on sink. If you need an envelope, the ushers, if you need an envelope, raise your hand. The ushers will give you an envelope for your giving. I want to launch out. I want to launch out in every area of my life. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Pastor Barry start a school in Tucson. As successful as this one. Are you hearing me? You guys need to pray for us too. Because uh, the building that I got, I'm gonna know if we're gonna be able to buy it in December. It's not 27 million, it's only a half a million. But I can believe God for half a million. You guys believe God for 27. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's a lot cheaper in Tucson than it is in Alaska. Here's what I want you to do, ushers. You brought, that, you brought the buckets up. Here's what I want you to do. I want everyone to stand all over the room. If you don't have, if you don't have any money, Ask my beautiful wife. She's a very, very rich wife, rich woman. She's got money in her purse. Because I want everybody to give, everybody to give. And if you don't have anything to give, tap your neighbor on your shoulder because they're so blessed they're sinking. Come on. They're your partner. Say, partner, I need some, I need some, I need some cash because I want to, I want to bless. Come on, are you hearing me? Hold your offering up really high. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray, and I'm going to count to three, and then you're going to come up and give your offering, and then Pastor Kirsten is going to come up and wrap this up. Father, we thank you for your word. It's a lamp unto our feet. It's a light upon our very path. I thank you for your sons and daughters in this room. And I thank you, God, for what you're going to do right now. Lord, I pray for a miracle offering to come in. So that, Father, it can, it can turn the tide. It can literally change the course. And we can see the miracle happen where the, these people, these, this family, this spiritual family is in that which you have built for them. Oh, God, bless them so much that they're sinking. Jump into their boat. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I hope you were encouraged by God's word. Thank you again for listening to Kings Alaska podcast. God bless you. For more great content, go to kcalaska.com and may God's face shine upon you and give you peace.